This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders. This is Cherry Agarwal and we are back to discuss what made news, what didn't and some things that shouldn't have. Today, we have a full in-house panel. On my left, we have Amit Bhardwaj. Hi, Amit. Hello. We also have Gaurav Sarkar from the News Laundry Desk. Hi, Hi Gaurav. Cherry. And we have our intrepid reporter, Prateek Goel. Hi, Prateek. Prateek is back from Pune. He was there over the weekend. So, Prateek, how was the weather? It was very good. And Gaurav, is it as bad in Noida? The pollution levels? I think it's a little worse than Delhi right Noida now in Noida. Noida is always a living hell, no? Uh, yeah, but I'm learning that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually one of the issues I want to talk about. I think this hasn't received the full attention of the media this issue particularly in Delhi every year we come back to the same issue around the same time there though there are full page reports there are reports about what political leaders are saying what the opposition is saying and there are even tv discussions but the kind of coverage that is required to bring accountability is what i think has been mm-hmm. missing there's one particular report i was reading which i want to quote to sort of emphasize why this is so serious so quoting from the report over 1.25 lakh children in india below the age of 5 have died in 2016 uh, due to the impact of polluted air which is almost one in five children who've died from toxic air exposure across the world are from india like one in five children that's a huge number it's a really high number the report also stated that air inside households generated from burning fossil fuels for cooking lighting and heating contributed to the deaths of 67000 children below the age of 5 in india so i'm just wondering about the government's scheme to provide clean for a uh, clean fuel to all households for me this makes it a very important news piece for discussions and sort of focused reporting uh gorov coming to you what do you think the media over the last week has missed or has underreported uh sure so one of the things that i think has not been underreported in terms of quantity but in terms of quality is the pollution in delhi mm-hmm. uh i'm an outsider i'm from bombay and uh, i would like to uh, we, we keep reading reports of you know how the air quality is dropping constantly in delhi year after year and as you said there are full page reports that carry statistical data on a day to day basis but if the quality of reporting was at the required level that it was supposed to be we would have found a solution by now mm. to tackle the problem and not retrospectively address it um banning 15 year old cars that ply on petrol mm. is a retrospective measure but what about tackling the situation head on and you know creating a preventive measure that will actually stop this from happening okay um another piece of information that i thought went slightly underreported in terms of quality again was trump turning uh, trump turning down uh, india's republic day invite in spite of a lot of publications including international publications carrying the story no one could really point a finger at why exactly has he turned it down you know i mean his but today there was a report which stated that it was because of sc- uh, scheduling issue indian express put it out they re- they released a schedule i think uh, mm. yesterday as well but if it was just a scheduling issue shouldn't have there been a, st- a statement that came straight from the white house in the first place no, which is what the white house issued a statement saying that the trumps uh, address to the congress is scheduled towards the end oh, of okay. january beginning of february which is why they wouldn't be uh, trump wouldn't be able to make it to the republic day okay thing. great then mm-hmm. i'm then i guess express has saved the day with that okay uh, amit do you want to weigh in on this and 
like the next question would be what was overreported was something that was there something that the media missed or was there something that got more reportage than it required yeah, you know um, gaurav said that you know you spoke about the quality of reporting in terms of the air quality in delhi uh-huh. but you know you you also have to understand there's another level of problem that people do not take air pollution as a big problem or big issue themselves like people living in delhi or rather delhi ncr mm-hmm. so uh, we take it very casually like uh, before this uh, panel discussion we were talking about the how can you be casual about it because like, you know, i have been hmm. having wheezing issues i can't breathe in this air What do you mean by people take it casually? People who stay in Delhi NCR themselves take it casually? Yeah, very casually. I mean, uh, so the concern because your struggles in life is much bigger. You know, you are much more. Uh, you are spending more time in gathering your bread, butter, mm-hmm. you know, paying the rent of the house. So all these issues come as priority, and air quality or the problems that are coming up because of the air quality in Delhi. Uh, you know does not even reaches or does not even finds any the place list in of that challenges. uh priority list sure. so that is there and hence you see less political will uh beat uh, the congress the bharatiya janata party or now the aam aadmi party which is governing the state so there is no political will to tackle this situation thank god now there is a body called epca which has at least put up the basic measures and uh, plans have been charted out where if pollution level reaches a certain you know uh, point a dangerous point xyz measures will be taken automatically mm-hmm. we already had a central pollution control board right so, so epc hmm, epc has been working for past 2 years or 3 hmm. years which effectively no my question is how different is this body from the central pollution control board and if we already have a lot of authorities which are looking at different issues but the problem comes in how effective they are in terms of implementation of the policies or programs that they come up with the best part about uh, epca is that you know for the first time probably there's a body which takes care of pollution issues in delhi ncr then uh, you have set measures suppose if pollution level i'm just saying hypothetically if pollution level reaches 100 points the measures have been already decided mm-hmm. now you don't have to call us emergency meeting then discuss what measures can be taken mm-hmm. the measures has been scientifically weighed and every time if pollution reaches x y z whatever level the measures are rolled out automatically the committee meets on regular mm-hmm. basis they assess what is the air quality situation and the central so you're government you're saying epca hmm. has a better or rather a tighter hold More over planned way of working so it's less a bureaucracy mm-hmm. in a certain way uh, amit but you know if i can just jump in there mm-hmm. uh, you said that people themselves in delhi ncr don't take the issue seriously you know but i according to me the issue is not only about air pollution in delhi or in noida or in a particular state i feel that a lot of people don't take climate change itself very seriously including True. us you know including a section of the news who uh, know what an important role climate change plays in today's day we ourselves don't take it very seriously and it does go underreported the bigger part of the news is political reportage yeah definitely definitely i mean that's that is what grabs eyeballs but who is going to read the news tomorrow when like global ice caps melt and there is you know barely any humans left so what i'm trying to say here is that last week on reporters i had cited a who or study you know that said that by 2030 the climatic changes will be catastrophic if we don't handle it now so coming back to the air pollution in delhi ncr 
it is in my opinion i feel that you know people should not only acknowledge the problem but work together with scientists and government bodies if if required to tackle the problem before it becomes a problem itself and one last rebut as sure. in, i mean how what is what what is people's attitude towards the air pollution in delhi ncr is that we are sitting right here and uh, the and like we have at least 20 25 people coming to the office mm-hmm. daily but how many of us have already started using the mask not me not, not you me either yeah at least no one on this panel mm-hmm. so Should that also it? shows how <laughs> casual we are towards this problem itself so so this is my I mean, first ha, sorry, sorry i just want to bring prateek in sure. this prateek aapne uh, kaha ki uh, pollution levels in pune are better so is it uh, would is there a better role that the bureaucracy over there is playing in sort of tackling not just air pollution but uh, rather the environment or climate change and how it will affect affect the people in general bureaucracy ka to matlab main nahi bata sakta zyada lekin pune ka waise bhi weather agar aap dekhein to bahut zyada greenery hai wahan pe aur wahan pe log bahut active hain matlab wo log participate karte hain agar इस तरीके का होता तो अभी तक दो चार आंदोलन हो चुके होते वहाँ पे तो ये एक चीज़ वहाँ पे बहुत ज़्यादा दिखती है अगर आप दिल्ली से कंपेयर करेंगे और बात जैसे हमें अमित ने बताई कि बहुत कैजुअली लेते हैं तो वो दिल्ली में जो इस इस दौरान जो वेदर का जो हालत है वही सेम है बम्बई में बारिश के वक्त तो उसको भी उसी तरीके से लोग लेते हैं कि भाई काम पर पहुँचना है लोकल पकड़नी है कुछ भी करके कितनी बारिश हो तो उसको लेके कोई इतना कैजुअली लिया जाता है लोग पूछते भाई अभी मौसम गुजर जाएगा अगले साल हर साल वही होता है what i'm gathering from the panel is all in all there's a more need to focus on climate change reportage related to climate change definitely and, and not mm-hmm. just on a daily basis we need proper investigative pieces that track data from 5 to 10 years and forecast data in the next 5 to 10 years to see what exactly is the change that's going to come about moving from this uh, pratik aapko kya lagta hai news mein media mein over the last week what has been under reported or what got more coverage अंडर रिपोर्टेड में तो अभी जैसे महाराष्ट्र में 350 तहसील में से 180 तहसील में पूरी सूखे जैसी हालात बन गए हैं वहाँ पे और कुछ एरिया ऐसे हैं जैसे मराठवाड़ा विदर्भ भी अधिकतर तहसील है मराठवाड़ा विदर्भ में ही है जी। और वहाँ पे पानी तक की किल्लत हो रही है उधर तो वो जिस तरीके से उसका कवरेज होना चाहिए वैसा हो नहीं रहा है भले वो ऑनलाइन मीडिया हो या टी हो या प्रिंट हो तो वो उस तरीके कवरेज दिख नहीं रहा है उसमें और जो ओवर रिपोर्टेड जैसे आपको एग्जांपल देता हूँ भी ये राखी सावंत ने तनुषी दत्ता पे आरोप लगाए थे कि वो लेस्बियन हैं और उन्होंने उनके साथ बलात्कार किया तो तमाम मतलब चैनलों के माइक हैं और वो ट्विटर पे वो स्टोरी इतनी शेयर हो रही है और फेसबुक पे और सभी इस पे मतलब जो भी मीडियम्स हैं उन पर तो ऐसी चीज़ें तो हम बिल्कुल दनादन शेयर करते हैं लोग डिस्कस करते हैं लेकिन एक सूखे जैसी हालत जिसमें लोग ऑलरेडी एक ऐसा प्रदेश जहाँ पे आत्महत्याओं का दौर थमने का नाम नहीं ले रहा है और वहाँ पे इतना ज़्यादा सूखा भी मतलब घोषित कर दिया गया है ऑलमोस्ट आधे महाराष्ट्र में तो वो उसको जिस तरीके से कवर करना चाहिए वो नहीं हो रहा है आई मीन मेकिंग अ रेप एलिगेशन इज क्वाइट थिंग एंड इफ इफ शी हैज गॉन थ्रू दैट आई थिंक इट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट दैट द मीडिया टेक्स इट सीरियसली बट लाइक आई सी आई थिंक बट आई थिंक यू राइट इन टर्म्स ऑफ द फोकस द मीडिया शुड गिव टू पीपल हु आर अफेक्टेड एट अलाज स्केल जब वहाँ पर पानी का इतना प्रॉब्लम हो रहा है एंड विदर्भा एंड मराठवाड़ा ये ड्राउट और पानी के इसमें प्रॉब्लम काफ़ी फेस करते हैं आई थिंक देर इज नीड फॉर अ फोकस ऑन सॉर्ट ऑफ एग्रीकल्चरल जो सूखा पड़ता है उसका सिर्फ मतलब ऐसा नहीं कि सिर्फ आत्महत्याएं हो रही हैं वहाँ पर ह्यूमन ट्राफिकिंग इतनी ज़्यादा बढ़ जाती है उस दौरान माइग्रेशन माइग्रेशन लोग मूव करते हैं लड़कियाँ गायब हो जाती हैं आप 
मतलब अगर बम्बई में कमाटी गोरा करके एक रेड लाइट एरिया है जी तो वहाँ पे अगर आप पिछले कुछ साल पहले पता चला था कि वहाँ पे अधिकतर जो महाराष्ट्र से लड़कियाँ हैं वो मराठवाड़ा रीजन से थी वो भी छोटे छोटे गांव से तो ये माइग्रेशन के दौरान जब ये बड़े बड़े शहरों में जाके रहते हैं बम्बई पूना नागपुर या कुछ महाराष्ट्र के बाहर भी जाते हैं तो बहुत ईजीली होता है ह्यूमन ट्राफिकर्स को उन लोग को ट्रैफिक करके ब्रोथल्स में जाके बेच देना या इस तरीके से शोषण होता ही है। दिस इज अ गुड पॉइंट राइट लाइक जब हम क्लाइमेट चेंज या एग्रीकल्चरल रिपोर्टिंग या रूरल रिपोर्टिंग की बात करते हैं वी डोंट रियली हैव टू जस्ट डू स्टोरीज की सूखा है खेती नहीं हो रही है ये हो रहा है बट दीज आर ऑफ शूट स्टोरीज दैट आर कमिंग फ्रॉम दैट रीजन विच कैन बी डन टू ब्रिंग फोकस टू दैट रीजन और आपने अभी जैसे ये राखी सावंत का बोला की ठीक है बलात्कार के अगर आपके साथ हुआ है तो राखी सावंत का अगर आप ट्रैक रिकॉर्ड देख लें तो वो सिर्फ लाइमलाइट में रहने के लिए हरदम बेतुके बयान देती हैं या टोटली उठपटांग बात बातें करती हैं तो ये भी एक उस तरीके जरिया और तमाम जैसे शेखर गुप्ता उन्होंने वो ट्वीट भी किया था जी कि उस पर नहीं हंसना चाहिए हमको अपने आप पे हंसना चाहिए जरा उसके जो सामने टेबल पे आप माइक्स तो देख लो कितने वो बहुत ही मतलब इम्पोर्टेंट बात है जिसको कि मतलब इस तरीके के कवरेज को इतना ज्यादा बढ़ावा नहीं देना चाहिए I mean the priorities need to be sort of rethought. See in fact sorry sorry to jump in there but uh, in fact if she made this allegation and the press you know gave her the required coverage I think it was just a day later that she came out with another video that went as viral where uh, you know Rakhi Sawant is wearing like a doctor suit on top and Really? Yeah she this this happened one day after that and she's wearing a doctor suit and she says ki hum apne ladkiyon ko kaise protect karenge and then she suddenly like opens her doctor suit and she's wearing like a tala with a chain all over her body okay. and i mean i mean how do you how do you take someone like that seriously 24 hours later after like you've just given a press conference but yeah prateek is completely right that so the fault the does in the press conference the kind of content that she's and the sharing clothing, in the press what conference what is that clothing if, if everything about that press conference is problematic totally including the person herself uh, i also wanted to ask is there anything else that the panel thinks was underreported or uh, got more attention than it deserved uh okay i actually do have one it's sure. it's Go sort of related it. to the story we're going to discuss that i did this week but um the enforcement directorate filed a charge sheet against the sandesh a second fir against the sandeshra group for defaulting on 5000 crores okay they were apparently committed a, a banks bank fraud bank scam and both the brothers the sandeshra brothers are are reported to be absconding right now they were it was known that they were in uae and now they are apparently in nigeria but no sources can confirm that but there are very few publications who gave the kind of importance to this story as it requires in fact we have seen sandeshra group's name popping up especially because it's linked to cbi director rakesh asthana's wedding that happened in 2016 but 5000 crores is a lot of money and if there's a second fir that is going to be filed by the ed at the same time when the cbi is chasing the same group it deserves more attention than it the got the ed has filed the fir or it is going to the second F- the first one was filed in august and the second one was filed on the 28th if i'm not wrong okay. of october yeah yeah one more uh, question from pratik sir that you know you spoke about maharashtra the the water crisis there drought like situation there do you think that had it been election year the media would have given enough coverage to the drought yakin se to nahi keh sakta lekin ho sakta hai ki shayad zyada coverage milta lekin baat election ki pura apne abhi election year hai 2020 it is an election year yeah. but ये जो वहाँ पे समस्या है वो इतनी बड़ी हो चुकी है कि उसको उतना कवरेज मिलना ही चाहिए भले इलेक्शन ईयर हो या ना हो सकता है कि इलेक्शन की वजह से थोड़ा सा इस पे असर पड़ा हो 
because i'm pointing it out because uh, i have already started seeing reports from madhya pradesh you know about the farming community right from mansoor coming on tv channels and uh, it's happening because the elections are happening mm-hmm. there it's barely a month you know before the elections that we have started giving coverage of folk we have started focusing on these issues so maybe if there would have been election in maharashtra we might have found all these things very important suddenly but this should be an issue right now in the news sense as well and uh, the story that i thought uh, should have been discussed in the media is i'll quickly uh, discuss this is uh, the finance minister in uh, one of the uh, lecture that he gave it, it was atal bihari vajpayee memorial lecture where he said and uh, indian express has quoted him saying a country higher than any institution don't weaken elected says arun jetli uh, this particular comment or statement comes in the light of the cbi versus cbi crisis uh-huh. and clearly you know uh, the government the modi government uh, prime minister narendra modi's entire uh, go- governance model is being questioned by the opposition parties because it was said that in the midnight uh, fiasco like situation top two uh, cbi bosses mm-hmm. were uh, shunted and then the government came up with the cvc letter showing that we did not do anything it was the cvc who took the call mm. but this statement itself clarifies a lot of thing replace country with the elected government Ele- government higher than any institution don't weaken elected because why i'm saying that because the following line is don't weaken elected if you're talking about country mm. i mean there's no context of elected non elected in this sure and then uh, if you go you know in the content that he has spoken about you know why uh, the people who are not elected they he's terming them as non accountable so he's saying that non accountables are not accountable and hence uh, they are questioning more, those uh, who are who have been elected so hence there should be more power in the hands of those who have been elected right and I this mean, is there is more power in the hands of the elected which is why they should be held more accountable exactly yeah, yeah. and this is the same finance minister this is the same union minister uh, union minister who in case of delhi has time and again said that you know until the supreme court's order came that lg is the supreme power in delhi was lg elected force in delhi was he elected representative in delhi no so in delhi when it comes to delhi you are deliberately undermining the position of an elected government <laughs> and when it comes and interestingly in this speech as well he is talking about you know in terms of center as well as state government so where do these all these double standards hmm. double yardsticks come and hmm. we should question the leaders when as and when they release statements like this and uh, indian express had an editorial on this so that would be actually be my recommendation for the readers today uh, like one of the sentences that stood out to me or uh, they've said that a popular government can weaken democracy surely arun jetli a victim of indira gandhi's elected tyranny knows that so i mean definitely read that so it would give more context to what amit was saying but amit i also wanted to ask you you attended the cbi press conference the briefing which happened the briefing which happened basis. could you tell us how different is is there any difference between a cbi press conference and regular press conference held by our uh, accountable elected leaders uh, number one it's not called technically it's not a press, conference it's, press a conference it's a press briefing uh, because uh, the cbi officials meet you the media inside the 
एच क्यू एंड दे ट्राई टू रेस्पॉन्ड टू एज मैनी क्वेश्चन एज दे आर ऑफिशियली अलाउड टू एंड देन दैट इज वेन पीपल ऑल्सो ट्राई टू गेट ऑफ द रिकॉर्ड स्टेटमेंट्स अ बिट ऑफ इन्फॉर्मेशन ऑफ वॉट्स हैपनिंग बट ऑफ द रिकॉर्ड मीन्स इट कैन गो इन द कॉपी नो नो ऑफ द रिकॉर्ड कैन गो ऑन कॉपी कैन गो इन द कॉपी यू डोंट नेम द पर्सन just for your knowledge cannot be written are these statements which cannot go in the copy and yes these are important informations which uh, every reporter <laughs> wants to know i can see pratik giving this smile pratik aapne kab just for your knowledge statements aapko bhi bahut mile hain ha aise to statement bahut milte hain off record jise matlab journalism ki bhasha mein kehte hain to likhna nahi hai to wo to hota rehta hai koi bhi reporter field pe jayega to milte hi hain okay so uh, yeah and then uh, it was important briefing in the sense that uh, that was uh, on the day which you know barely 12 hours back both the bosses were again shunted mm. from the cbi so this briefing was a jam packed briefing every reporter who is covering the beat and those who were there you know for a mm-hmm. uh, briefing mm-hmm. This was For your first one, time at the CBI random. headquarters, right? Sorry. This was your first time at no, the CBI. No, it was not my okay. first time at the CBI headquarters. <laughs> okay. So that takes away my question. I wanted to ask: Did you feel intimidated? No, why? No one, sh- no reporter should feel intimidated at any, uh, mm. you know, institution at any government building. It's our right to be there. and uh, you can ask them right questions if you have any so anyway they they briefed about what's the situation there mm-hmm. and it was called more to uh, put out the message that everything inside the CBI is working as usual and nothing has been derailed because uh, Asthana Rakesh Asthana the special director is on leave and uh, because Alok Verma the CBI director is on leave uh, just the last question i wanted to ask you is uh so the government has clarified that they haven't sent uh, alok verma on leave uh, i mean they haven't suspended him or rather he is not the former director anymore he is still the director because uh, technically they can't legally they can't send him on leave so how does or how did the media report on it did you see somewhere that or just media's reportage on it is there a problem When I think uh, the TV used uh, the slugs or the uh, supers as per their convenience. Mm-hmm. Uh, many in the beginning might have used. I I do not remember any particular channel, but yes, there were trends of you know saying ex boss or shunted boss. Mm-hmm. So again, technically, this these two have been divested from their charges, uh-huh. from their powers, powers and mm-hmm. offices. Mm-hmm. they remain to be uh, director cbi and special director cbi but, but they can't do anything yes they they'll sit at home watch what's happening or, <laughs> or they go can to go the to supreme the court yes uh, god of coming to your story you also written about your latest story was about the cbi can yeah. you tell us in brief what the story is about sure so um the story actually we we pushed out the story yesterday hmm. um There, as i mentioned you know earlier there's there's this group called the sandesra group who are uh, a gujarat petrochemical based factory company mm. pharmaceutical company against whom the ed just filed a second fir yeah mm. um so the sandesra group has been defaulting in a 5000 crore 5300 mm. crore uh, scam case mm. Uh, mm. which the ed has taken cognizance of of for now more than a year mm. so everyone is well aware that you know there is a sandesra group the brothers the family is absconding right now we don't know where they are turns out in my story that uh, the gujarat state government is proposing to give the sandesra group 
a 40 MTTP port project which is worth 1500 crores so it was a little surprising when you know we real, when i realized that no one really knows where the sandesara brothers are no one really knows where they are how who is going to execute this project you know mm-hmm. even if you handed it over and the other question that that really arose in my mind is is this just like a simple oversight on behalf of the gujarat state government you know mm-hmm. have have they not rectified what a project that they had proposed to give but then what happened is there was a vibrant gujarat 2019 presentation that was given to the press back in september this year Hmm. that when corroborated with the pcpr website shows the exact same information that this port project has been proposed by pcpr mm-hmm. to give to the sandesara group is there a date that is mentioned there or uh, the date when it was given yeah it's a proposed it's it's it has been when proposed it, the date when it was proposed because what you're saying is that the group uh, we really don't know whether it was proposed before they were uh, before they absconded No so see uh, the enforcement directorate has been chasing sandeshras since 2016 end mm-hmm. so everyone is well aware that these guys have been defaulting if you have given the project to them since before they were defaulters mm-hmm. and you it's an oversight fine sure but you just presented a vibrant gujarat 2019 summit presentation to the press in september 2018 mm-hmm. and slide number 16 in that presentation shows that it this 40 mttp port project is still proposed to give to the sandeshra group it was uncorrected Yeah I mean okay if it was just either on the website or on the presentation then I could have said yeah it's definitely an oversight hmm. but if both are really stating the same thing it raises a huge question mark It raises questions correct Should I add more masala to this Absolutely, conversation Absolutely you are here for tadka just, only <laughs> Just two more inputs sure. uh, that Sandeshra group also uh, owns if I'm not wrong uh, Sterling Biotech that is the case that they are involved right? in yeah and uh, Sterling Biotech is also the company which is associated with special director Rakesh Asthana Correct. that was the that was one of the main mentions in my story about so the, about the diary this, being just found just making this case this <laughs> conversation I mean yeah since adding masala to Rakesh the conversation Rakesh Asthana's so what I I think what Amit is trying to say here is that During a raid that the ED had conducted on Sandeshra's properties a couple of years back, I think it was 2011. That was very early. So this has been going on since then. A diary was found with the initials R A mentioned on it, hmm. and uh, at that time, I think uh, Rakesh Asana was the commissioner at that time in in that particular place. But he was pulled up for questioning, and recently earlier this year, he stated that the initials R A was not for Rakesh Asana, but it was for running account. Okay. Yeah. Finally, you know what's there in. But there the are allegations of corruption against Rakesh Asthana, and uh, there's a special uh, team which is investigating the allegations. Sure. And uh, obviously, one of the aspects is uh, this, I believe. In fact, if, the if, in, or uh, am I wrong? Uh, no, in fact, I think that the biggest allegation was uh, so Rakesh Asthana's daughter had a really lavish wedding yeah. in Vadodara in 2016. Yeah, uh, all all the publications carried stories of. what was there how many rooms were given how many flights were given turns out everything was given on a complimentary basis no just the venue right a lot so of things were given a lot comp- of things were on complimentary basis and apparently someone has paid for it now the reports are coming out they're slowly coming out the credit mm. cards were used for travel etc mm. but apparently one of the farmhouses where the sangeet was conducted on uh, in 2016 was chetan sandeshra's farmhouse okay so that is a really strong link and a really strong allegation in mm. that particular space that you've anyway had such a lavish wedding you've anyway flown in guests from all over the world you're a government employee you've had such an extravagant show of power and you know grandeur at your wedding mm. and now it turns out that 
the location where the sangeet was held is by someone who has run away with 5300 crores that belong to the taxpayers of this country which is really strange and i think this particular thing needs mm. to be delved into properly by each and every one covering mm-hmm. the cbi all right and one more thing addition one more addition i guess uh, just for clarity i believe back then there were no cases against astana in or 2016 the, he was not a uh, defaulter yeah mm. he, i mean there was no case against him mm-hmm. he might have been one we don't know but under, there was under the watch but we don't know for a matter of fact but uh, whether there was a case against these two or not correct he was not he was not an accused back in mm. 2016 at all mm. Amit, coming to your report, there were reports about an eight-year-old boy being lynched. Then, uh, in Delhi's Bekampur area, you went there and you did a sort of a fact-check report. Could you tell us more about the report? What you found on the ground, and also when we are doing such reports, how difficult it is to sort of figure out what the actual narrative is? Because on the ground, I'm taking people would be telling you it would be one person versus one's narrative versus mm. the other person's narrative. Yeah. Uh number 1, uh I also went on the ground with the you know hit space or an understanding that this was lynching. Hmm. But uh it was not lynching. I mean, uh and lynching when we say the word lynching itself, mob also comes in the in hmm. the picture sure. of hmm. the definition of things. Uh so in this case as our story says, you know, there was, there was no the number 1, there was no mob. Correct. uh each group of kids were like there were six seven kids on one side there were six seven kids on the other side uh was it a lynching uh, as per the definition of lynching this was not a lynching this was a scuffle there's hmm. a difference and we need to be really careful in the when when we select the words sure. especially mm-hmm. in these cases where a specific narrative is being built up on social media so uh, no mob no lynching scuffle yes hmm. and this boy enters the scuffle uh, he's the last one to enter this scuffle hmm. as per the cctv footage that we have accessed and which we have published in this story mm-hmm. and within seconds he's pushed he falls on a motorcycle right there and then what is i mean uh, what happens for next few seconds is not clear but after that a young man or a teenager i mean we cannot ascertain his age but he is carrying uh, uh, azim azim is the mohammed azim is the name of the 8 year boy he is carrying him and then uh, we get to know from the people who were uh, in the madrasa that you know they carried uh, azim to the madan mohan malviya hospital government hospital there and he was declared broad dead hmm. however the doctors tried uh, their best for yeah an hour or so so that happened that that these are the bare facts of the issue one more addition from my side is that you know when as you spoke about like you know it's one one person's word against the other in this case as well i heard multiple versions multiple voices coming out but you have to ascertain when the incident ha- happened actually happened how many people were present there so and which many of the media reports which does, do not agree with this narrative have done is you know they are quoting randomly the quoting people randomly who, who weren't even bystanders at the time was the father witness to this incident no was the molvi witness to this incident molvi of the madrasa no uh, was the guy who carried azim to the hospital so are they quoting them as witnesses to the crime or are they quoting you know, as as uh, them as hmm. people who can provide context to the kind of kid he was or if if you are using quotes like that he was lynched 
एंड ही वॉज लिंस बिकॉज ऑफ हेट्रेड एंड उसको चढ़ के मारते रहे उसका उसका गला घोटा ऑल दीज थिंग्स सो इट हैज़ टू कम फ्रॉम सम वन हु वॉज प्रजेंट करेक्ट ऑन दिस स्पॉट वेन दी इंसिडेंट हैपन्ड नंबर वन आई डिड दैट आई मीन एंड अदर पब्लिकेशन हैव ऑल्सो डन दैट सो द किड्स हुआ प्रेजेंट देयर दोज कोर्ट्स वर यूज एंड इन दैट कोर्ट किड्स डू से इन आ स्टोरी एज वेल कि उसको उसके गिरने के बाद भी उस पर चढ़ गए उसका गला दबाया ऑल दोज कोर्ट्स आर देयर बट वी ऑल्सो पुट आउट वॉट वी हैव सीन इन दिस सी सी टी वी फुटेज दैट वॉट वी सी इन दिस सी सी टी वी फुटेज एंड वॉट इज बींग सेड इट हैज़ बीन पुट टूगेदर एंड देन यू नो listening to what the other side is also saying because there are two parties involved and no story can be done from one side one side even if it is very clear you can see in the video that someone has shot the other person we try to reach out or we at least try to get the other side of the story what exactly happened so i mean in most of the cases there will be cases where there is only there's one side of one the story one big problem with uh, or the reason behind the scuffle was also the land dispute so technically again as we have mentioned the story and as we were told that the land belongs to madarsa and uh, if we look at this structure there's no possibility that it could be government land because even if that is a government land it, it's a dead end hmm. and people from uh, the valmiki camp which is there uh cannot use it because what will you do with the land which which is a dead end because the other side of the uh, you know in, if you're using it as a path hmm. you will have to enter the madarsa compound and legally in all technical ways th- that is a trespass hmm. so and madarsa people are uh, you know they have all rights to go against hmm. file cases against the people who are using their property illegally you know illegally again which i so, i mean to say trespass i do have hmm. one question for you but before that i would like pratik to comment on this dekhiye jo mob lynching ka jo is story mein matlab facebook aur is pe jo share ho rahi thi ji to ye caravan daily karke ek website hai jisse caravan magazine se koi connection nahi hai iska ab is ye jo magazine hai isme matlab aap logo ke naam dekhenge to ye khalid almena professor badri rehna ये जितने भी तमाम नाम हैं इसमें तो ये एक्टिविस्ट लोगों के नाम ज्यादा हैं इसमें ठीक है ना बजाय आप अगर कोई जर्नलिस्ट को देखेंगे तो उन्होंने उसका हेडलाइन मॉब लिंचिंग का एक वो दे दिया तो इन ये जो एक्टिविस्ट के नेम हैं व्हाट आर दे यूज्ड इन द स्टोरी एज मैं आपको बता रहा हूँ कि उस मैगजीन उसका वो जो वेबसाइट है उनका कैसा है कि वो उसी एंगल से स्टोरी करते हैं वो एक जर्नलिस्ट की तरह स्टोरी नहीं कर रहे हैं ये मतलब इन लोग वो पैटर्न हैं उसमें ठीक है ना इसके चीफ एडिटर हैं एजाज सैयद जी ठीक है अब वो उनका एक सर्टेन ये है तरीका एक नजरिया है वो उसी हिसाब से स्टोरी उन्होंने वो मॉब लिंचिंग करके उसको घुमा दी अब वो स्टोरी इस तरीके से घूमी फेसबुक पे कि सबको लिंचिंग 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 और मॉब लिंचिंग का जहाँ पे भी जिक्र हो जाता है वहाँ पे चीजें बदल जाती है आपके दिमाग में तो वो और जो अमित भाई ने जो रिपोर्ट की है बेहतरीन रिपोर्ट मतलब मैंने पढ़ी है बहुत शानदार तरीके से पूरा जो ये सच है झूठ है बिल्कुल बिल्कुल इस पे ला दिया अमित गेटिंग ऑल्सो अमित यू नो कमिंग ऑन वॉट प्रतीक जिस सेड वहाँ दी एनवायरमेंट इन अ प्लेस वेर एलिगेशन ऑफ मॉब लिंचिंग दे टेक अ ड्रास्टिक टर्न विद इन अ कपल ऑफ सेकेंड्स सो यू नो हाउ कम देर वॉज इंट रियली एनी पोस्टमस वायलेंस दैट टुक प्लेस एट द स्पॉट वेर दिस हैपन और वॉज देयर यू नो वॉज देयर इवन द स्लाइटेस्ट हिंट ऑफ प्रॉब्ली अ वायलेंट रायट और इवन लाइक अ फाइट ब्रेकिंग आउट बिटवीन पीपल 
no uh, should be really thankful uh, to the elderly from each side that mm-hmm. nothing like this happened number one it's very fortunate that it not happen mm-hmm. and uh, yes people were very uh, if that is a right word to use you know very spirited very passionate i cannot say because the entire discussion in the few hours on friday and the timing was very problematic as well a problematic as in dangerous the boy uh, the azim died on thursday mm-hmm. and then friday was the next day when his body was to be brought uh, to madarsa and then later his body was to carry to uh, mewat he's mm-hmm. a resident of mewat so friday prayers hold bigger importance right and then uh, people were coming in large numbers because of the uh, mob lynching narrative and then rumors were also spreading there and what these people wanted was the wall to be built that boundary wall which is not there and uh, they uh, the apparently the madrasa people also have a stm order which says that police in their presence should ensure that the wall is built so and so they wanted to build the wall to ek time aaya jab the youth said that bring uh, bricks bring cement will build it right here right away but again the madrasa authorities and the elderly from the community said that you know we should Mais not mai isme ek cheez kahna chahta hu ye locally ye mahol tha wahan pe lekin jis tarike se abhi aise har ek ke paas internet ka access hai aur pura koi bhi story turant circulate ho jati hai तो जिस तरीके से स्टोरी से पूरा मे भी हो सकता है कि बहुत सारी स्टोरी लोगों ने आपकी स्टोरी ना पढ़ी हो ठीक है ना तो उनके दिमाग में जिस तरीके से सर्कुलेट हुई है मॉब लिंचिंग के नाम पे तो वो दिमाग में यही सोचेंगे कि भाई ये इस तरीके का हादसा दिल्ली में हो गया है तो ये पूरे देश का माहौल खराब पड़ता है बिल्कुल और इनफैक्ट आज ये लोग जो दिल्ली पुलिस का हेडक्वार्टर है उसका घेराव करने वाले हैं नंबर एक नंबर दो दो और चीज़ें हैं इसमें आस्पेक्ट ये है कि एक हमको आइडेंटिफाई करना पड़ेगा कि क्या मॉब लिंचिंग है और क्या नहीं और ईमानदार होना पड़ेगा क्योंकि इससे क्या होता है दो चीज़ें होती हैं एक तो सिर्फ हिंदुत्व फोर्सेज नहीं है जो आपके डर पे पलते बढ़ते हैं सेम फोर्सेज जो आइडेंटिटी पॉलिटिक्स का नेगेटिव आस्पेक्ट पे बढ़ रहे हैं वो मुस्लिम कम्युनिटी में भी है क्रिश्चियनिटी में भी है बाकी जगहों पे भी है तो वो लोग का एग्जिस्टेंस ही इस बेसिस पे है कि लोगों के अंदर डर है दैट फियर हैज़ टू बी देयर यू नो दे फीड ऑन फियर ऑफ द कम्युनिटी सो दैट इज़ देयर एंड द सेकेंड थिंग अगर आप इस घटना को मॉब लिंचिंग का नरेटिव में डालेंगे तो यू आर एक्चुअली वीकनिंग द केसेज ऑफ मॉब लिंचिंग वॉज किल्ड pehlu khan was lynched mm-hmm. in broad daylight so all those cases become weaker if you, if you try to do this with uh, azim's death however it's saddening it's really saddening that a father lost 8 year old child mm-hmm. in madrasa where he probably thought he he's the no, safest at there safest yeah. Um just to close this I want to go to the point that Pratik was making about uh, caravan daily and the patrons and the way they sort of the spin to their story I mean if reporters are using uh, one particular report as the source or if journalists are using other sources they shouldn't do so at face value I mean you need to go on ground and sort of investigate this just like sort of Amit did uh, so I mean when you're doing a sensitive story it is important that you sort of check it double check it before you put it out there otherwise you're just pushing something which is not true जब तक इन्होंने स्टोरी नहीं की थी जब ये स्टोरी आई तो बहुत लोगों के मतलब समझ में आया कि भाई क्या फैक्ट्स क्या हैं अब इसके पहले ये सिटीजन और न्यूज़ क्लिक इन लोग और बहुत सारे लोग जो बड़े बड़े पत्रकार हैं या बुद्धिजीवी हैं जो ट्विटर पे बहुत ज़्यादा एक्टिव हैं 
तो वो उस लिंचिंग मॉब लिंचिंग की इसको ट्वीट करते आ रहे हैं करते आ रहे तो वो एक फैल गया है पूरे मतलब फैल चुका है वो केरला में भी शायद बहुत लोग सोच रहे होंगे अगर भाई दिल्ली में मॉब लिंचिंग हो गई तो वो बहुत ही डेंजरस है वो मतलब जो ये पैटर्न है बहुत खतरनाक है मे बी यहाँ पे हुआ है कल के दिन किसी और के साथ वहाँ पे हो जाए वो वो उसको मतलब उस एंगल से लेंगे भाई हिंदू मुस्लिम का का दंगा हो चुका है और यहाँ पे भी ये करना चाहिए और मतलब चीजें बिगड़ सकती है you know and what uh, hmm. what i would like to say is it's uh, it's not really related straight away to amit story right now but amit there was another story that you had done you know where uh, where a cow had died when a muslim man hit it on the head uh, hmm. he had accidentally died and at that time also in your story it was about how the elders in the village tackled the situation in a mature way so as to stop hate from spreading like wildfire amit always it, finds places where the elders are super mature it really seems like he has a really strong vibe going with all the elders but here also in this narrative of hmm. your story it seems like it was it's the elders who are the true heroes you know and who who actually prevented hate from spreading on the ground there because we know in such situations it can spread in the blink of an eye so obviously you know uh, i mean uh, we do have all sort of political understanding the youth claims that you know we we are more informed we are understanding things but at the end of the day people have seen things pass through decades do understand that at the end of the day even if you talk in strictly in terms of minority community the elders they do understand that right now you might be capable of you know giving a response if you think mm-hmm. that is that's a way to do or uh, get the violent way do or take the violent way but then there'll be larger repercussions for the community as well and people who are 60 70 they have seen all sorts of phases sure. yeah. uh, going you know they have, they have they have stood witness to babri masjid mm-hmm. they have stood witness to probably 1984 riots in delhi so they do understand you know that violence is no way or uh, it, has, it has really long standing uh, repercussions in a way yeah and one last thing you know uh, again it's it might sound like lecture but uh, the old school journalism is going to stay you cannot in even in the uh, internet era the basics of journalism as reporter mm-hmm. you know that that has to be there mm-hmm. and uh, what is uh, i see i mean there would be a number of reports that i have filed and i have done a number of mistakes while filing those reports but at the end of the day when we are filing sensitive reports uh, like this or any report which involves you know tension between two communities mm-hmm. we need to ensure that at the time of filing that report or even while taking the courts we are reporters But we don't uh, have our caste should be double checking have, i mean amit is not a does not belong belong to any specific caste amit does not belong to any specific religion amit i mean is a reporter at that time yeah. specific ideology also yeah Matlab. specific ideology for that matter good point yeah uh with that we come to the end of the podcast so panel keep your recommendations ready yeah. let's begin with amit amit what's your recommendation uh my recommendation i have two recommendation this week number one is the express report from mathura uh it's a brilliant report the way it has mm. been written on that how the police in investigating uh i, I love, love pakistan, pakistan balloons, balloons. and <laughs> that was going to be my recommendation as okay, well okay so and the second second yes. recommendation is and second recommendation is uh there was a few days back uh, dawn uh, the newspaper in pakistan had live streamed hmm. 
it was a performance but uh, it's basically said the title was no time to sleep okay and it was based on last 24 hours hmm. of a person who is to be hanged to death and they were given but they were able to spend time with this person no no a person was performing those he he oh. was in that role that he you know uh, the death sentence is 24 hours uh, from his the point where he started his performance mm-hmm. and what this person is doing what is his head space hmm. namaz padhta hai haath dhota hai he's sleeping he's restless hmm. he's actually not sleeping he's restless for 24 hours and it is a performance for you know seamless there's no break for 24 and the piece hours is this person is performing hmm. so uh, uh, the video is in uh, bits and pa- uh, parts on facebook and uh, the link that will share it will have i believe in uh, four or five at least parts of his performance okay. so you can watch that sure gorav um so i think that the indian express balloon story was really it it stood out in a certain way and I wanted to ask did the police I I didn't get the last bit did the police actually see it see the balloon did they have it they are investigating it they have tracked down from where the balloons have come I yeah. I read it <laughs> and uh-huh. I know they've investigated it but I still want to know have they actually seen that balloon what I want to know is why are the police chasing balloon makers that is that is an important question and moreover is it is it illegal to exactly. is it is it illegal to fly a balloon that says i love pakistan well that's a question it, uh, the reports say that there were also balloons that had habibi written on them i don't see anything wrong with that specifically you know i love new york t-shirts are fine ha huh. but i love pakistan is not problematic uh, is there another report yeah there is there's like actually another sure. uh, you know recommendation that i wanted to share hmm. the world wildlife fund has stated day before yesterday that this current generation is hmm. the last generation that can save nature uh, just to elaborate on the report uh, wwf states that global wildlife populations have fallen by 60% in the last four decades which is a phenomenal number if you think about it we might not have a, you know a, a lot of species that will be around hmm. and the numbers state that more than 4000 mammals birds fish reptiles and am- amphibian species declined rapidly between 1970 and 2014 according to me these numbers are drastically high and mm. wildlife still remains to be one of the most underreported sectors of journalism just as climate change so i would recommend that you all read this report okay pratik dekhiye mera ek recommendation to दूसरा एक तमिल फिल्म है विसरानाई जिसका अंग्रेजी में मतलब जरूर देखना चाहिए की पुलिस कैसे स्टोरी प्लांट करती है और कैसे हम लोग छापते जाते हैं तो वो उसमें आ, मतलब चार मजदूर होते हैं तमिलनाडु के जो आंध्र प्रदेश में काम करने जाते हैं वहाँ कैसे उनको फंसा दिया जाता है उसके बाद फिर उनको वापस तमिलनाडु लेके आया तो वहाँ पे भी ड्यूटी चार्जेस में फंसा के और बाद में उन पे ये इल्ज़ाम लगा दिया जाता है कि भाई ये रॉबर रॉबर्स हैं रॉबरी करते हैं उनको इनकाउंटर हो जाता है उनका और वही उसी पूरे जो भी वो जिनके साथ हुआ होता है वो पुलिस प्लान कर देती है रिपोर्टर्स को भाई इस तरीके से ये रॉबर थे और इन्होंने इस घर में रॉबरी करने आए थे ओके सर दैट्स अ मस्ट वॉच फॉर क्राइम रिपोर्टर्स तो नहीं क्राइम सभी रिपोर्टर्स को कि उस बात की तह में से पुलिस क्या बोल रही है 
वहां तक हमको नहीं रुकना चाहिए उसके आगे जाके ढूंढना चाहिए क्या हुआ और स्पेशली यू नो क्राइम नॉट टू लाइक पिन पॉइंट फिंगर्स बट वेन इट कम्स टू क्राइम एंड क्राइम रिपोर्टर्स a lot of them do something called fir reporting you know where it's just simply based on the fir so if this documentary or movie is what you're saying it is then they should definitely give it a watch बिल्कुल बिल्कुल माई रिकमेंडेशन इज अ पीस ऑन सी जे आर्स वेबसाइट इट्स द हेडलाइन इज द क्लॉज फ्री लॉन्स राइटर्स शुड फाइट टू रिमूव फ्रॉम द कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स बेसिकली इन द यू एस वैन यू साइन कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स फ्री लॉन्सर साइन कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स दे इज दिस क्लॉज इन द कॉन्ट्रैक्ट विच सेज दैट यू ऑल्सो गिव अवे द मॉरल राइट्स टू द पीस मीनिंग दैट इफ आई एज अ न्यूज पब्लिकेशन वॉन्ट टू रीपब्लिश इट ट्रांसलेट इट दर इज नो बेनिफिट और मॉनिटरी गेन दैट द फ्री लॉन्सर वुड बी एबल टू डिराइव दो आई एज अ न्यूज पब्लिकेशन कैन keep on multiplying what the traction that i get there's no royalty that the freelancers yeah. get for republishing so i think definitely that i didn't know that and it was a good read for me it gave me uh, more information so that is something i would recommend as reading so thank you dear listeners for all your love and feedback keep them coming you can write to us at contact at news laundry and also an appeal to news consumers to pay to keep news free and independent because if you want the media to improve you will have to support it because when the public pays the public is served when corporations governments and advertisers pay they are served subscribe to news laundry or any other independent news organization of your choice hmm. amit is shaking his head so please do subscribe uh, to subscribe to news laundry visit newslaundry.com/subscription happy subscribing thank you panel thank you all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel 